Unprepared isn't scripted or edited. There are no redos, and when we screw up, it's going live. This works for our show, but it is no way to run your e-commerce business. Our partner, Rewind, is here to help. They will help you back up your Shopify store with automated backups of your most important data. Rewind should be the first app you install on your store to protect it from human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. It's trusted by over 70,000 retailers from side hustles to the biggest online stores like Gymshark, Gatorade, and Movement Watches. Best of all, if you reply to any of their welcome series and mention Unprepared, you can get your first month free. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unprepared. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. Today, I'm welcoming to the show another Ohioan. Uh, this time, he's coming from the South, and then he went over to Chicago now. Uh, but Mark, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Chase, I'm doing great. A pleasure to be joined by a Columbus person. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. So now these days you are working uh, with 3Kit and uh, the product helps uh, kind of in the augmented reality AR product space. I'm going to do a bad job of explaining kind of what the product does. So quickly give like, you know, the, the, the elevator pitch, I guess, for, you know, how 3Kit helps merchants. Definitely. Yeah. If, if you're a brand that makes a product that is customizable or configurable, it can be challenging for you to show every single potential variation of that product. What 3Kit does is we're a software platform that can allow you to give users or your customers experience to customize that product in 3D or augmented reality or with something we call virtual photography where you can create millions of photos. And so you're kind of giving this really interactive, engaging experience so people can engage with your product, zoom in, spin it, add features, add colors, um, fabrics, materials, you name it. And um, you can see it in 3D, augmented reality, and photos. Oh, that's super cool. So uh, I, this whole technology is super new and, and obviously there's a lot of questions out there about it. So let's talk about uh, this concept of like, uh, what was the term you just used about the photography? Uh, virtual photography. Yeah, so let's talk about virtual photography for a second. How does that work? and? just in like a general, like one-on-one level explanation? Well, first off, you know, everyone listening to your show, they do, they already do product photography, right? You, if you have a physical product, you take a photo of that. Average cost of a finished photo is about $25. Once you consider in, you know, hiring an agency, all the editing time, put it on your website and things like that. So that's actually a pretty high cost. Um, and so what 3Kit does is, if you and you need a customizable version of your product, so we're not a great fit. If you only have one version of your product, or you know, it's a super one-off product, you know, not a really great fit. But it, what we do is we create a 3D rendering of your product, a sort of a 3D, and then we put various meshes. They're called meshes, so it's like a uh, a layer on top of your 3D, you know, sort of outline, and then that mesh has rules. So that rule could be, hey. Um, this could be one of 50 different fabrics. You know, let's say if you're making a couch, it could be leather, brown leather, black leather, you know, et cetera. It could be cotton, it could be twill, any of those things in any color. You push a button and that, that mesh goes right on top of that couch and it looks perfect, like a real photo, right? And so that mesh then can also go on 10 other types of couches and chairs and anything else and look perfectly real. And so that's, that's the idea of how we get from you're paying $25 a photo to, you know, with something like 3Kit, 
you're paying less than a dollar, quite a bit less than a dollar per photo because it's just using the software to say 3D object, meet mesh. Mesh goes on into various rules and that's what the platform does. Gotcha. So uh, how what's what's the lift to take, you know, your off the shelf product? Let's let's stick with the couch example. I'm a new brand. We're making these awesome couches with, you know, some cool features and benefits. Right. And now we want to get into this space because one of our one of our concepts is we, you know, whatever you want, like there's a 100 different fabrics that we have. Right. So how do I go from I have our, you know, test order couch that just left our production facility. I, all I have is this couch. What's my next step? What do I do? So most manufacturers have um, either like a 3D file or a CAD file or some sort of design file. And that's a great place for us to start. If you don't have that, uh, we, can, we can work with super high quality photos of your product existing. And then, so you have that, you have the, the raw file, and then you generally have a product catalog, which says like, here are the things that go on, you know, this mid-century modern Melissa couch, you know what I mean, has yeah. these 14 fabrics can go on it. And yeah, here are all the variants. Exactly. So we take your 3D model and your variants, and then we scan those variants. Like let's say it's fabrics and let's say different types of wood that maybe go on like the legs. We scan those things once and then those variants just say, hey, I bet you those variants that go on that one Melissa couch also go on your 12 other couches. So then you cut, you massively cut down on the amount of work that you need to do. Um, and that's basically how it works. It usually takes about between eight and 12 weeks from like from zero to live on your website or e-commerce experience or marketing, however you want to use it. A lot of people use it in different ways. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how other people are thinking about this, but in my head, and this might be a very dumb way to think about it, but it like sounds like you're with the technology and I, well, I guess, is there, is it, is it part human, part, part technology? Is it all technology to build these files? I guess that's the first question. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a little bit of both. Um, so the software is the part that takes your catalog, matches it to, it takes all of your rules and then matches that to all the stuff that's already sort of like a three. So it takes like the rules in the catalog and your 3D objects. Your 3D objects would be like, hey, this is the, the outline of the couch mm -hmm. and all of the different fabrics, let's say. And then the software brings them together in a way that like, hey, this, you know, maybe this leg doesn't go with this couch or this, you know, or this fabric does, and you you're, you set the rules on that, and the software builds it. Um, but you do need some artistry to make sure that like that particular fabric, for example, looks hyper real. Yeah, I mean AI and you know all and all that stuff is like very smart, but sometimes they make questionable decisions. So I'm assuming there needs to be some QA on all that stuff. Oh, huge. Yeah. When, all right. So when I'm thinking about this in my head, th this like just kind of reminds me of like Photoshop files where mm -hmm. like, you know, it, it, like what, what type of file does this produce? Is it a new type of file? Like how do I, to, how do I wrap my head around that? So we intake over 75 file formats and spit it out into like 150 different formats. So it, it really doesn't matter. We can kind of spit it out into whatever format. Like we're working with Google to do 3D ads. So you could take your 3D object and show it in an interactive 3D ad. You can put it in email. You can put it in your e-commerce website. 
We're skipping ahead now to, all right, so you got the virtual photography, which will allow you to show any variant plus future variants of your product that you might want to bring to market or test, which is something that yeah. I think people should do. Um, so there's that, but then, so then the next step from that is like, okay, you have this one shot of this virtual photography, you know, here's the one look you guys want now, now you're saying to help the educate the consumer on the product page or in advertising or whatnot, you're like 3d is where it's at. What kind of lift does that look like? So this is the beauty of work, you know, of working with a, a 3d solution is it all starts with one 3d file. So you can have interactive 3d and send it off to virtual photography and send it off to augmented reality. There's almost no difference in our view of it. And so you can have this incredibly amazing experience where it's like, Hey, look at this insanely beautiful picture of this couch that's set in a living room. By the way, you can set the background, whatever. Then you can say, Oh, actually I want to engage with it. I want to zoom in on it. I want to rotate it. I want to, you know, customize it in real time. You can do that as well. And then I want to see it in my own living room. Boom, put it in augmented reality, no app needed. That's amazing. So once the once the lift is done on building the 3D wireframe of this model and then, you know, being like these are all the the variants, aka's the you know, the fabrics or the wood colors and all that jazz, you kind of can sky's the limits on kind of what's what's going on here. Yeah. That's that's quite amazing. So uh you you mentioned before that there's a certain type of product that this makes sense for. It's kind of like the variant style product. Um, mm -hmm. what, 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 what types of products does this not make sense for? Right. If you sell like, uh, you know, like vintage furniture, you know, like you're not the manufacturer of that thing. You don't know the variants. There's no customization to it. That's not a good fit. Um, if you make, um, like low priced goods generally aren't a great fit. Um, you know, if you're selling things that are like $20, $30, three kit has a cost. And so it's not something where like, unless you're selling, uh, you know, $10,000, $20 things in one go, you know, for example, like swag, for example, can be a good fit, but it's not a great fit for kind of lower priced items. Um, yeah, if you're not the manufacturer, you generally don't have the rules either. So we're not good for retailers. So if you... If you sell someone else's goods and you don't hold any of the core files, you don't know the real materials, you don't know the real product catalog behind that that thing. And so it's going to be very difficult to, to get set up. Got, I got you. I just want to clarify something you said. So you said not good for retailers if you don't manufacture it. That was your clarification. So yeah. a lot of, of direct-to-consumer brands are both you know, product builder, manufacturer, and the, and the retail, you know, storefront in the same thing. So it would make sense. Um, if, you know, if this sounds interesting to any of the listeners and they kind of want to reach out and learn more about what you guys have to offer, uh, where should they go? What should they do? Check out three kit.com. That's uh three, like the, you know, you can T H R E E K I T.com. Awesome, Mark. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, explaining that to me. Uh, I actually learned a bunch today, so I'm super excited. Appreciate you, Chase. Thanks, man.